Do your pets have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat, or goopy ears? Then your pets need Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dinovite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dinovite and in our first box, we noticed the difference. Dinovite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet foods are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them, to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now... RadioLawTalk.com Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. It's the 11th of June, 2022, with my co-host, Todd Kunin, Denise Dirks, and our producer, Cal Hunter. Welcome to this very interesting times. And why am I saying it's a very interesting times? We're thinking we're just shutting this down for the rest of uh, at least a couple of months because we don't have anything to talk about now that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are all over <laughs> with. We, we're going to have to really get into some real law and discuss it. But uh, remember, this is the most exciting, entertaining, and only sometimes informative show on earth. Uh, and, and because of that, we want you just to set your standards a little bit lower but you're going to be entertained and enjoy things today. Remember, we're uh, Seek Local Counsel. We're not giving legal advice. We're only talking about general topics of law. Go to our website at radiolawtalk.com, and you can either listen live if for some reason that uh, you don't find us on a radio station locally. People always ask me that. They say, you know, what? now what station are you in? Uh, well, someone asked me, in Atlanta. I, I don't know. Uh, go look at the website like I do and try to figure it out. Um, but uh, go to, you can always go live and listen to us. So when your friends are looking for us at their local radio station, first of all, we want them to call the station and say, put us on. But uh, they can go live at RadioLawTalk.com. And you can also see our disclaimers there. If you want to email us, email us at info at RadioLawTalk.com. Go to our Instagram. I have the video. I'm not going to post it till next week, and I'll tell you why. But a great video of what just happened prior to us starting the show, and it is very entertaining for you. You can call in at 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234. Wait, did you get an unattractive angle of my backside as I was climbing on the floor again? All i got to say, you got to see the video of Todd. So we have all of our equipment in the one room, but we do have our plug-ins in our studio of our, our headphone mics yeah. and headphones down yeah. underneath the uh, 
the table and uh, to see Todd and Cal on all fours like doggies down underneath the table, these old men, <laughs> it was a sight to see. Such, Fra- phrasing, Fred. Phrasing. Such, such dignity. <laughs> yes, it was, the, it was probably one yes. of the most dignified pictures, but it's, it's going on Instagram. So if you okay. want to hang on, you, you just go to our Instagram. We're going to talk about some really cool stuff today. So now that, again, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are over, we're going to talk about uh, what's the word that you like to use, Cal? What type of diseases? Social, social diseases. Social diseases. Yeah, yes. social disease lawsuits. Social disease lawsuits. We're talking about that. R. Kelly, Kevin Spacey, uh, gymnasts are filing a big lawsuit. We're going to talk about that. Britney Spears, former husband, and some legal action there. We have got to break it up a little bit. We're going to talk about something we talked about in the past in Bel Air, California. This is very interesting. We're going to discuss what's happening in Bel Air, California. For those of you who don't know who Bel Air, hold on, I'm sneezing. Oh, sorry, I just couldn't stop sneezing. There you go. Right. Bel Air is right next to Beverly Hills, those of you who don't know. And it is the, uh, I would say, even more exclusive than Beverly Hills. It's the. The Beverly Hills poor look up at the Bel Air <laughs> rich. You so, know, but before there was a Beverly Hills 90210 show, there was the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So that's think true. About that. There's yeah. Bel Air. And let's not forget the Chevrolet Bel Air. That's true. Named after the beachy neighborhoods. You that's know? right. Yes. We're going to talk about Disney lawsuit, Netflix lawsuit, uh, and then uh, Christy Knows Best, the stars are involved in legal battles. Mm. So that's our show for the next three hours, enjoying uh, what we're doing here. But the reason people come in, Cal, is, well, before we move on to this, we do a thing called case or no case. And this case or no case is usually what we do to try to entertain you. And and hopefully Cal comes up with some really cool stories. So just let's start out. I know we start at the beginning. We don't have a lot of time, but let's start out with the case or no case, Cal. All right. Well, sure. Uh, This has to do with a fascinating historical tale. You know me, I like historical case or no cases. This has to do with a, a military arms supplier, uh, not arms supplier, but supplier, who got in trouble with the military for selling junk, and yet be, it became one of the most successful companies the world has ever seen. And, of course, there's always legal intrigue when one guy goes along, starts doing well, and hangers on, go, how come he's getting money and I'm not? Next thing you know, they're going to court, right? Well, that's why so, the lawyers make money. Exactly right. right. So that well, that's that's what uh, case or no Good. case is about. We're gonna talk. We're gonna thank a couple of affiliates. You know, we had a. I haven't even told you guys this. We have two new affiliates. Really? KCLV ninety nine point one FM in New Mexico, and KCLV AM twelve forty Clovis. New Mexico. Yeah, so, so same city, two. same station with an AM and an FM translator, right, and we right. welcome you. Yay. Right, welcome. Uh, did we do the Northern Kentucky and Cincinnati, Ohio new one that just joined? I'm pretty sure we did. Didn't uh, we, I Denise? I don't remember. I don't remember. I'll give it WCVG 1320 AM and W280 FM and 103.9 FM, Northern Kentucky and Cincinnati, Ohio. I think we did that. So yeah. we're in New Mexico now, Clovis, New Mexico. So welcome, Clovis, New Mexico. You're going to enjoy our show, right? That's cool. 
All right, we have time to start. Just, just give it, give a teaser about. I, I'm just going to do. Case, I'm going to do the whole setup for case or no case. Okay, Here we go. If you don't mind. Now it's time to play case or no case. His name was Richard, and he supplied cheap wristwatches by mail. That's how he made his living by special order catalog sales, things like that, in the 1880s. But he didn't care that much about product quality. After many years of selling minimally okay products, that finally caught up with him after hundreds of complaints about failing wrist watches. Why? Because one of the plaintiffs was the United States Army. They ordered thousands of timepieces destined for World War I soldiers' wrists, except they didn't work so well. Normally, in the din of supplies and suppliers, these things are written off and, you know, checks aren't paid and contract squabbles come up later. But a military operation in Austria failed because so many soldiers' watches could not keep even good time. Congressmen were called, a battle brewed, and Army quartermaster groups said they've never considered suing a vendor before for non-performance. Normally just wouldn't pay them and then didn't order anymore. But they asked their superiors, this is so egregious and so many men's lives were cost. Do we have a case or no case? Okay, let Tar- me, yeah. well, well, before yeah. we do that, can, yeah. let me make sure. It's, so this is 1880s. Well, yeah, through, obviously World yeah, War yeah, One. World so, War yeah, One was yeah. early 1900s. Right, right. And it's a watch company. They make watches. Yep. And uh, they sell ha- thousands to the soldiers, I mean, to the government that put it on the soldiers. Yep. And uh, they're defective and they're not working. Now, my right. question is, Cal. Yeah. Does how does that make a difference of a war? I mean, okay, let's say their watches are off or a few of them. Does it matter? They had a synchronized gathering point where they were going to do a, oh, an artillery bombing, and they did yes. that, and the bombs flew, and the soldiers were in the wrong places, and it was a disaster. Oh, I got Just you. a disaster. Was so, this, yeah. by the way, was this the United States, right? Yep. Oh. And World War One. yes. So do we have time for me to yeah. talk? All right. Sure. Me, yeah, can ahead. I start this time? Yeah. I'd like that if you would. Denise is looking a little perplexed. Can, so. we have, can we have a third part of this, which is if we can guess the name of the of the uh, watch company that we get another point? Yep. You tell me the name of the retail company the watch company evolved into, and I will give you an additional point. So the retail company that it evolved into. Yeah. Changed several hands. You know, changed hands several times since this unseemly incident. It was a bargain purchase property for an entrepreneur, you could say. Well, guess what? I get to think about it because we're about 45 seconds yeah, until right. the break. But right. uh, yeah. So I'm going to think about who... Actually, I'm thinking more about who this person, who this company is, because I think it's a case. But um, when we come back, uh, let's figure out who this watch company is. Those of you want to call in at 855-LAW-RADIO, call in. Don't cheat. Don't look it up on the internet. We'll be back after this. All right. We'll be back with more Radio Law Talk in just a little bit, including the answer to case or no case. you turned on Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, 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 quick car, car, car wash. Quick, quick, car wash. 
Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch these cutters shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quick car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Well, come on. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218-800-711-9218-800-711-9218 That's 800-711-9218 How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-721-4869. 800-721-4869. That's 800-721-4869. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. All right, Cal. So I'm going to call it. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm going to you know take the easy road and say it's Timex. Okay. Is the watch? I'm going to say uh, this is a case 
that the government went after this company, and I'm going to say the government won, um, um, and it's Timex. Fair enough. Mr. Cunin, what do you think about this rather curious case of the stopped watch? <laughs> well, stopped watch is correct at least twice a day. Theoretically. Uh, yeah. Unless it's digital, yes. which wasn't the case back then. What no. war was it? World War One. World War One. Yeah. Well, look, how about this? I think that this is a real scenario. It's not a case, but the watch in question, Rolex. Okay, good one. Denise, what do you think? Well, I also think that it's not a case. It's a scenario, but not a case. And that's because uh, back in the 1890s, um, early 1900s, there was no Austria. Very good. It Man, was, that uh, was a Austria great Hungary. catch. It was um, Habsburg monarchy. That was a great catch. Very good. Yes. Very good. Yeah. So I probably am wrong, but what I'm saying is no case was a scenario. Um, and if there, the watch would, and I agree with Fred, I think it's Timex. It can't be Rolex. Rolex is from Europe. So, okay, well, Timex. Here, well it became. Them. Let me tell you what I know. <laughs> All right. If I may. Richard, his last name is Sears. Oh. Richard Sears was one of the founders of the Sears and took on a partner named Roebuck and eventually got in touch with a good CEO. And while he sold lousy products, his products were mediocre, he masterfully developed logistics. He was a master at warehousing, storing, shipping, returning. He was a genius at that, which is what Sears was buying, what the uh, other partners bought when they bought him out. So the sad is, the story is, uh, no case. Oh, no case. No but case. did it come become another watch company? What was this? What, is it Sears and Sears. Robux watch? Or? Sears and Robux. Yeah, it was a Sears brand. Dang yeah. it. Sears brand watch. Sears I brand. Should yeah. have said it's probably Sears rare brand. and worth a ton of money right now. Uh, so. But if you could find one, you'd, you'd have it made. So now next hour, it was Shakespeare who penned the phrase. Yes, Tyler. Are you sure it wasn't Once. Sears and Rolex, not Robux? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> wow, you guys <laughs> good, each got two yeah, points and I got none. That's, that's a, a good one. So next yeah. hour, next hour, a rose by any other name would smell so sweet. That's a case or case for this hour and a tease for next hour on Radio Law Talk. Now nice. Back to case or no case. Appreciate that. That's, Thank you. Uh, Roz, okay, you're back up. My Sorry, my fault. Yeah, that's okay. It's a sad day for us that we can't talk about Johnny Depp or Amber Heard, but hold on. We will be able to. We're going to jump from Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. We to, actually can talk about one thing. Johnny Depp it? just got a very lucrative contract. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yes, Tell me. Uh, fragrance, men's fragrances. What? Yes. Smelling a Johnny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably not what they're going to call Johnny it. Johnny smell. Yep. <laughs> a fragrance company. Yeah. Just, just, uh, and they just put out a big ad with his picture and everything. Johnny, you're a cool cat. We'll call it Johnny Cat. No, that's no, not the fragrance no, we want. Uh, Johnny Depp got cat. his own. Does he have his own... Fragrance now? I wonder what they're paying him. I wonder if he needs money. or He was a $300 million a year he goes through. I don't know. Something Just like splash that. on a little Johnny in the morning. And it's, like, it's called Bad Johnny Smells. <laughs> <laughs> Does Amber Heard like the smell of it? Or? I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> a fragrance that smells like the bed well, after the dogs I think, were on yeah, it. I think Avon offered Amber Heard like 75 cents to have a picture on one of those, you know, a, yeah. a bottle kind of a thing. Oh, did you hear about the attorney that did the cross-examination, Camille Vasquez? Well, what about her? What's the latest? Oh, she made she, partner. She made partner. Oh, no, I knew that. There, there yeah. was, a, there was a, apparently a bidding war. And like I had said last week and week before, 
suspected that a lot of uh, Firms news off. agencies may want to, because oh. she, she's going to to have her be the legal commentator with her notoriety and stuff, and folks went after I, I still think that's where she ultimately ends up. And with her sharply exhibited skill, in my opinion. Yes. Man, she, she was like a thug with a stiletto well, on a dark corner, wasn't she? And she's very attractive, yeah. but yet she's very, uh, I, I think... Uh, she comes across well in all she aspects. She's understated as well. She's, yes. You know, she's very effective, but she's understated. Right. She doesn't, like, have to do dramatics. Although i got to say, she's doing the news shows, the rounds with the lead attorney. What's his last name? Chu. Yeah, and he's just not And, the... and, and he's kind of got this look on his face because uh, this cross-examination was great. It was this. And yeah. he's, he's sitting there. And, and he's you, the lead and partner. You, you know he wants to say, you know she didn't work on that by herself, right? It was a team effort. We came up with the line of questions. She was the one asking him. And that wasn't just her. She's an associate. And, right. and I would have to think that that's the case. There's no way they're going to say, you got this right. We're not going to look at anything. We're, we trust you with this, right? Okay. You know the entire team oh, was yeah. working on that. Oh, but. not just that. It's, you can know he's going into the the uh, the news program. They're going to interview the two of them, and he's going, all right, I'm going to sit there. They're going to ask me one quick question, and the rest is her. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the way he knows that is before they go on set, you know, she's there. They're doing the makeup and stuff. He goes, you going to do anything with me? And they're like, it's not going to matter. They don't check. They, yeah, don't, check, try to, they know, don't check his mic. Everybody else is, but not. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you're not going to be on camera very <laughs> Mic much. problem. Sorry. We'll have to go over to Ms. Vasquez. That was the guy that was always sitting like this, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he was the guy. He's the that, high five guy. Yeah, he did the fist bump when yeah. Amber Heard mentioned Kate Moss. Really, really. Cla- classy thing in front of the jury, yeah, yeah. Really, really well done. <laughs> well, anyway, that's uh, we're not gonna. So, so she's now part. I wonder what they had to. I like. I think you're right, Todd. They had to step up to the plate and really pay her some. Oh money. yeah, yeah. And, I mean, uh, there, there was uh, because you know they didn't want. There's no way. Look at what's happened in in the television film industry female leads not being paid as much as male leads and not just in that industry across the board in all industries. There's no way this law firm. Uh, is going to want to run into the buzzsaw and undo maybe all of the free marketing they got as a result of this trial. There's no way they're going to want to run into the buzzsaw of, oh, yeah, and by the way, we don't pay the person that killed it on cross-examination the same as we pay or promote the same as we promote. They wanted to get in front of that. You don't, Denise, you don't think she's not going to pull in some big clients oh, now? Yeah. She's gonna no, pull she in, will. She's going to pull in big clients, and, yeah. and they I bet they just wrote a fat... And I, she probably had a lot of options. She's like, okay, what? what's the offer? Yeah, you want to keep me. Yeah, what's It's going to cost you. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, good for her. Good right. for her and associate working their way up. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, these lawsuits that are... Uh, I'm going to call them interesting... What do you call it, Cal? Social, uh, social disease. diseases. Socially troubling diseases. We'll, be we'll just call it talk. STD for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll be back and talk Very about good. it. Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming right up on your local radio station here. And if not there, then on RadioLawTalk.com, 9 to noon Pacific, every Saturday. We'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
My name is Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny & Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers, one 800 616 for law. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1 877 886 7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877 886 7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. The Amargosa Valley. This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. Before we talk about the STD case, uh, we're going to talk about uh, R. Kelly really quick. So R. Kelly, those of you who don't know, is a famous singer, rapper. He's more, uh, I don't even know if call him rapper, but I Believe I Can Fly was his famous uh, song. And back in the days, I'm talking like the, what, 90s and 2000s he was popular, mainly 2000s. Um, he had a way to uh, – he was with younger women often. And um, the prosecution in New York City, uh, a jury found him guilty of racketeering and other counts of sex trafficking. He actually, quote, had young gals that uh, – stayed with them that were, well, I say young, they were over 18, but pretty darn young when he was older. Um, and, and he basically gets convicted. Now, the weird thing is, is why was he convicted of racketeering um, and multiple other counts, uh, a- including sex trafficking? The reason is they're trying to claim that he had aides who helped Kelly meet girls. He, these aides or assistants kept them obedient. And basically, it was like a criminal enterprise that he had to keep these uh, young women at bay and obeying him, basically. And and I remember doing this years ago. I don't know. Maybe it was a year ago or so because this happened. Uh, and this is what I'm going to talk to Todd about. This is over a year ago 
uh, it was 2021 is when this case came down, and they're just now getting around to sentencing him. Why so long, before we get into what they're saying about the sentencing, why does it take so long to sentence him? Well, after this case happened, I believe he had another case that was pending. And I don't know what the outcome is of that case, but I think that they paused the proceedings as far as sentencing goes here to see what happens in the other case that he has. Because there's this question about, you know, if he gets 25 years or 17 years, and in the other case, if he gets more or less, the other case I don't believe was a federal case. Is that going to be – do they do the state time in federal court or in federal custody or vice versa? So they, they wanted to get the other case uh, wrapped up to see where it's at. I don't know the status of the other case. I can look at that, but I think that's why they did it. So prosecutors are asking for 25 years. His lawyers are asking for 17 um, and uh, you know, they're basically filing their motions and the court hasn't decided yet. The court will decide that. But there's interesting things that they're talking about. The first is um, the allegations is they had a fraudulent marriage scheme. And, and, you know, that we discussed that where apparently he impregnated a famous R&B uh, phenom. Her name was what? Alia? Alia. Alia. And she died in that, in that plane crash. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently he got married to her. And uh, for, I remember, what weren't they trying to list her age as 18 at the time? They did. They actually got married, and, the, um, and she had a false birth certificate, listed her at 18. And the clerk um, that issued the license and all of that was involved in the scheme. Right. And I think they turned the state's evidence. Or, yeah. Or, anyway. So that's one of the things they're you know, they're trying to say. Look, he, he did he did a number of things such as that. He uh, you know um, there's other people that brought forth actions or allegations, but he's going to be sentenced June 29th. But anyway, here we go. 17 years or 25. That's kind of weird that they out uh, his his uh, and again I don't know I'm not armchair quarterbacking, but his attorneys. You think that why don't they say like six years or seven years? Because the judge is usually not just going to give them exactly what they want at seventeen. You know what? Why wouldn't they ask for Todd six years, five well, years? Hope to get seventeen. When it comes to sentencing guidelines, first off, there are statutory guidelines, and uh, and I believe what they're asking the court is to sentence R. Kelly based upon what he's convicted of, of the lower portion. Of the amount that the statutory guidelines call for, it, so that though. is closer to, closer to that. With regard to his other case, just going back to that, this trial ended in late September, early October of 2021. So here we are, a little bit more than six months past. It takes a while for them to get together some of the sentencing uh, memorandums and stuff. And also, there is this pending case in Chicago that's supposed to start in August of this year, and. There may have been delays with court appearances for that trial, getting prepped and him having to be there and come back. Maybe his attorneys were able to make appearances for them. but And the victims have to get victim statements if they want, right? Yes, and I know that R. Kelly also had filed a motion and a request 
to have his sentencing in the federal trial delayed until after the trial in Chicago. That was denied, but it takes time to schedule and hear those motions and stuff. So things just got pushed back. But plus, the we're really only talking about six, seven months. So. Yeah, pandemic. You know yeah. that that everything slowed down there. So anyway, we're gonna follow the R. Kelly stuff. I'm not a big uh, R. Kelly. Remember, this was the kind of the crazy one that those of you who don't know that he was interviewed by uh, Gail King. Gail King. And remember, was this the one where he had his two girlfriends next to him? Or Yeah, they, uh, they later turned against him, but right. they were at that time backing him up. Right. And then he, and isn't that the, at the time he kind of started going crazy and stood up? And yeah, was... the, the, the girls' families were really involved in this because they were trying to get him back. It was almost like a cult-like environment where they just gave up their families and weren't having, you know, much contact with their families. It was very strange. Crazy. Yeah. And then, but to see his action or reaction on television is interesting. So we jumped to Kevin Spacey now. We, we apologize for this. We were talking about it. We have a lot of uh, cases where people are talking about and suing for sexual assault. We, we don't intentionally do this. It's just what's the latest thing that's coming up and what's the latest uh, legal news we're talking about. So this case stems from an individual. This is what's crazy. Not crazy, but what's interesting is this is way back to 1986, right? Is when this guy's saying he was in Manhattan, he was 14 years old, and this is in 1986 because what they did is the New York State, they have what's called the Child's Victim Act, which means if a child was um, abused um, uh, in a... Uh, in a manner that was not just uh, physical, but um, like a sexual abuse, they can go back and they can go after these individuals from way back to 1986. And that's what this individual is saying. What's interesting is he testifies, and I don't want to get into depositions because um, uh, and talk details, but he, he basically said there was not a lot of not a lot going on. In other words, nothing ever really happened. There was no kissing, no undressing, no reaching under clothes. None of that happened. It was just a kind of brushing up against him, and 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 the guy and the kid took off somehow, right? Didn't he, he? I think he actually pushed him onto the bed, and yeah, then the kid yes. took off. Yeah, the kid took out. off, but nothing ever happened. And again, doesn't mean he wasn't. But that pushing on the bed could be an assault, right? The question yeah. is. Is it a sexual assault that would extend the statute of limitations right. under the New York law? And Denise, that's their argument, right? Yeah, and, and they, exactly. And so there have to be f a finding that Kevin Spacey acted with the intent to either sexually gratify the uh, victim or to sexually gratify himself. Yes. Yeah. In, in assault cases like these uh, with sexual assault, they, they, they kind of fall into two categories when it comes to um, – whether or not the offense is objectively offensive or subjectively offensive. Essentially, it's this. There, there are some offenses, and we won't go into them, that... We're trying to that, stay G-rated any, any third party that saw this happening between an adult, adult and a child would say, that is wrong, that's an offense, and, and there's that type of assault. And then there are others types of assaults where if a third party were looking at it, they would say... Well, I don't really see anything offensive there, but then if they were to somehow step into the mind of the perpetrator and realize that he's got all these sexual intent towards a child, well, okay, if I knew what he was thinking, then yes, what I just saw would be very offensive. This case falls into that latter category, so it's really going to hinge 
on what Spacey's intention was. Now, obviously, in a criminal right. case, they can't make him testify. In a civil Correct. case, he could be called to testify. But they're going to have to try to infer his intent by the circumstances, age difference, alone in a room, the actions as benign as they may try to portray it from right. Casey's camp. The impact camp. on the victim. Well, the impact isn't so much going to what Spacey's intention was, but everything he did up to that point, I think somebody would look at it and go, what the heck else were you thinking? Right. Of course we're going to impute that to you, but it's going to be a difficult issue. Well, you know, gonna, Kevin Spacey yeah. is also facing um, charges in the United in, Kingdom. United right. Kingdom, too. Yeah, yeah so for he's... actions in, from 2005 and 2013 That's out crazy. of London. We're going to be back. Sorry to talk about this, but it's the latest legal news. We'll be back. You turn on Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets, where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the 
best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-710-3739. Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612-800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. You found Radio Law Talk. This is no fun. Oh, come on. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. We should probably uh, keep the mics going during the break because we talk, have some great uh, discussions going on about the Geico lawsuit. Um, well, so let me tell you the facts. So what happens is there's two individuals, a woman and a man, in a car, and <laughs> and, um, and the reason we're laughing, we're talking, well, what type of car was it? Uh, and apparently this young, this gal received some uh, local communicable diseases from this individual man. And so she sues, saying, look, I got these diseases in this vehicle. Um, I want millions of dollars uh, to be paid to me for getting these diseases in this car. Now, the thing that's not quite clear to me, and as a civil lawyer and, and understanding and handling this stuff, Geico then... Um, ends up at the end of the day after it goes to the appellate court paying $5.2 million with this woman, but it's a settlement, right, with the woman that brought this lawsuit. How did this occur? That's the question. Now, we know what the appellate courts and the courts said. What happened is this case went to arbitration. It never went to a jury. It didn't go before a judge. It went to arbitration. What arbitration is is two parties will pick an independent arbitrator, supposed to be independent, that's either a retired judge, a retired lawyer, or even not a retired lawyer, that one that does it on the side, where they'll review the evidence and they will bring forth a verdict. Okay, And so that's what occurred. My questions that I don't understand, or that are not clear, even in the appellate decision, maybe we didn't, I didn't fully understand it, is how is it that Geico is liable to this lady when Geico has a direct um, uh, contract and fiduciary obligation 
to the driver of the vehicle and the individual that owned the vehicle that the lady sued, right? So I know that sounds complicated. Because they have no privity of contract with the lady. So they, you know, that's, that's, that's the weird part. Right. So how right. did she get a judgment directly against, against Geico? Geico? Right. So what she got a judgment is, so this is where I think, this is where I th- what I think happened. She gets a judgment against him for the, the, the money. And then what happens is he said, okay, Geico, pay her, pay up. And what happens is a lot of times the defendant, the person that owes the money to the gal, has to step in the shoes with the girl, with the lady, and they sue their insurance company or Geico for what's called bad faith. Say, pay the money up because it went to arbitration. And how does it? How did it get to arbitration? You know what? I thought of just a possible scenario, and that would be that um, because we know that Geico did not provide counsel for their insured, and that was probably a big mistake, or maybe they did. I don't know that they didn't. I don't know that. So, so in the appellate opinion. There was one judge who wrote a concurring slash dissent type opinion, and he summarizes the entire thing very succinctly. So let's, let's read this. it. Let's read it. He says, um, "Put a little closer the fa- to the mic." The facts remain the same, which is the insurer Geico was apprised of the claim against its policyholder and requested to indemnify and provide a defense. The insurer, Geico, declined That's coverage. What I thought. There we go. Okay. The claimant, which is in this case would be the, the female. The, the female that got the SUV. And the policyholder, the male the driver, male, owner yeah. of the vehicle, entered into a, a subrogation a, contract. A, hold on. Let me read the dang <laughs> thing. I was thinking. They <laughs> entered into an agreement to settle the claim by way of arbitration arbitration submission for damages and to only seek collection from the insurance policy proceeds. So stop right there. I want to explain that. So they agreed, defendant and the plaintiff, okay, instead of taking this to the courts or a trial before a jury, we're going to agree to arbitrate this. They, They themselves agreed to that. Yes. And so then after they get the award, the arbitration goes through, there's an award from arbitration. And mind you, these are all pursuant to specific code sections in the state of Missouri that cover this. Um, They then, the claimant, female, she filed a lawsuit against the purported insured and notified the insurer that she is now filing a claim to recover these damages and provided the insurer the requisite 30 days notice. Now, the trial court, well, when Geico got notice and finally found out that this had been filed, they did a couple of things. First, they filed a notice to intervene, which they were allowed to do. They also filed motions to vacate the arbitration award. They filed motions claiming that that they didn't have um, enough time to litigate the case, to investigate, to flush out any of the facts and circumstances that they wanted. And the trial court said, first, as an intervener at this point, you can't go back and relitigate the case. Right. You had your shot when they tendered it to you in arbitration. So as an intervener, you're stuck with the status of the case post-arbitration the way that it is. And denied the other motions to, to open up and to vacate the arbitration award. Those motions were denied. Geico appealed but did not appeal 
the motion denying the vacation of the award. Oh, no. They didn't raise that appeal. They only appealed on issues relating to their status as an intervener and whether or not they could relitigate it. And the appellate court said, well, okay, you you didn't raise the issue about the arbitration award. That's not before us. None of that's before us. And as to your arguments about whether you should be able to go back and relitigate it, the appellate court essentially said, A, as an intervener, you can't do that. You're stuck with the case as it is. And to your argument that you're being denied due process, you declined to participate in the arbitration case. Right. You had your opportunity, Geico, and you declined it. And the beautiful thing here was yes. one, of the, one of the cases that the court cited was a case decided two years earlier on an almost identical issue, and it was Aguiar versus Geico. So the court's essentially saying, you ran into this two years ago. We told you you couldn't do it then. We ain't changing our mind now. So I want to say that is what I had thought. But I had thought um, I didn't don't know still whether or not the plaintiff and the defendant in this case had agreed that the plaintiff steps in the shoes of the defendant in terms of bad faith against Geico. So if they didn't, if that wasn't part of their agreement, then the insured can go now and do a bad faith claim against Geico and collect all of his damages, which would be the legal fees and anything that he had to pay out. So what they do, yeah, and and, that's perfect, Denise, you nailed it, but what, what they do is the following. Okay, I got a judgment against you, Mr. Driver, and handing me the STD man for $5 million in the arbitration. Now, you step in with me, and let's hold hands. I'll make it simple. We hold hands and go after Geico together. And because me, I don't really have the rights. Me as the woman, you know, the woman does not have a contractual obligation or fight against Geico. They have a, she has a fight only against him individually, right? And so that's what's confusing me in, in Missouri. Again, I practice in California. I don't practice in Missouri. So what happens is they assign it to them. So in other words, they sue basically. What happens is the driver sues his own insurance saying, you got to cover this now that I've got this, you know, this judgment against me. And I think that's what happened. I don't know that she can personally sue Geico. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, it's, there's no privative contract. That's right. exactly why, why I raised that in the beginning, because it's only the insured, that okay. guy in that case, that, that could contract. sue his own insurance company. Right. It would not be. And, and that's what they said. Right, yeah. after, right after the arbitration award, she, the claimant, filed suit against the purported insured, the guy, and notified the insurer of the arbitration award. The insurer's got 30 days to step in, and and you know at that point, Geico's going to say, well, we want to step in because if this guy messes up on this claim in court against him, ultimately we could be found liable if, if the I's aren't dotted and T's aren't crossed. They step in only to find out that, yeah, the I's weren't dotted and T's weren't crossed, and it was you that forgot to do it, Geico, because you should have participated in the arbitration. But what right. did he give her that was worth five and a half million bucks? That's what I want to know. That seems like a really uh, crazy know, amount I'm of money. I'm not going to get that detail. Crazy you don't want to know. It's, it's, a bad, know. it's a, a bad. It's a for life. Oh, okay. It's a for life. Oh, um, but disease. it was a settlement. It was a settlement, though. It was. A, anyway, we come back. We got a lot more to talk about. Boy, sorry. We're, we're going to try to get away from all this. T-
talk about STDs, etc. We'll be back. Hour, hour two. Thanks, Fred. Hour number two of Radio Law Talk is coming up. Of course, it's live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many local radio stations and by delay on many others. We thank our many affiliates all across the country, coast to coast, border to border, for carrying us here on Radio Law Talk. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. the things that we've noticed is, you know, people start losing their hair many times early in life. Now, Dad, you managed to hang on to yours. Have you got some secret? Yeah, get on this keep there. You'll be a hairy guy like me. I've got a little gap coming up on top of mine. So I know the hair loss uh, sometimes can be a, a touchy subject with guys. And so what Keeps does is help you hang on to your hair. It's clinically proven. It's FDA approved. They have hair treatments available online. They have a physician there. So make sure you get the right product for you. Make sure it's safe. There's no waiting rooms. There's no pharmacy visits. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost. That's half the cost. If you have any questions, you can message your Keeps doctor 24-7. So if you're a little tired, of those balding jokes go to keeps.com slash fill 50% off your first order that's k-e-e-p-s dot com slash fill p-h-i-l keeps.com slash fill hang on to your hair